Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to uh, another episode of Shaky's Cricketing and Sports Journeys. Um, you know, I've just uh, launched um, one of my first episodes in Crossover Sports. Just had on a, a young, uh, exciting boxer, first diabetic boxer, Muhammad Dali from uh, Manchester. Um, and then I thought, you know what, why not get in touch with somebody closer to home, rising star, you know, and shall a future champion of the world, hopefully. Um, I'm joined by uh, Cash Farouk. Cash, how you doing? I'm good, Kasim. Uh, How are you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, no, it's nice. Lovely to have you, Cash. Um, you know, I want to go in and chat to you about your career. Just for the viewers who don't, who maybe don't know, um, Cash Brook is a, a young rising star, bantamweight prospect, um, recently signed with a, a massive promotional company in Matchroom Boxing and big promotional giant Eddie Hearn. Um, and, you know, I want to take, I want to, I want to go back to the start with Cash. Um, and right. talk to him about where the, where the journey started. So you were born 3rd of January 1996, Gujarawala, Lahore, Cash. Yeah. Um, close to me, I'm a Lahori myself. I played at Gujarawala Stadium. Tell, tell, me about your, tell me about your background. I was born in Gujarawala, you know, and, uh, you know, and uh, but my family originally uh, lived in Lahore. Like my dad and my, my mom, that's where we originally all family stayed. But as we were, as three of my brothers, we were born in Gujarawala because my grandmom stayed there and you know, my mom wanted to have us in my grandma's house, or my, my mom's mom's house. So that's yep. where I was born. You know, and uh, so I, I would say, uh, yeah, Gujarat was. You know, I mean, I'm always back and forward there whenever I was a kid. So yeah, and most my uh, most my memories are in Gujarat. But Lahore is a place we always stayed. I stayed there until until we left Pakistan in 2002. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. Well, that's an amazing, amazing city, Lahore, Lahori, as we as as Lahori say. Um, you know, I'm yeah. a, I'm with. I'm still very, very, you know, still my very much my second, second city. We're very close in, in relations that way because obviously you made the move over. You, you chose to try London out first. So you came over in 2002 with your family. You tried London out. Was it just a short visit in London? Yeah, we just we were just there for a few months, I think one, two months, and we came over to Glasgow. And, you know, and uh, at the beginning, I think we came around, I think it was in September, October time. And you know what? It was bloody freezing here. We still remember that. I was like, guy's bloody cold and it's cold here. <laughs> you know, and, and December came, I think it was snowing that year as well, really bad. And uh, I think we really loved and we fell in love. Obviously, we enjoyed the snow. But yeah. you know what? It was, cold. it was really, really cold. And you know what? To this day, we still, I'm still sick of the weather in Glasgow. Listen, so, listen. That, you don't, uh, you certainly did. You certainly don't. Really, always let you down. Yeah, no, look, nobody comes to Scotland or Glasgow for the weather. Look, I'm glad yeah. you've seen the light. And you came from London over to Glasgow to the good to the good city. I mean, we're we're good people here in Glasgow. Friendly, yeah. friendly, it's a friendly community. But listen, the cold weather is something that last we can't. It's never going to change cash. It's just it's just it's just the nature of the beast. Um, so you <laughs> you you came over here, young boy. Obviously, you know, five probably six, five, six, seven years old. Um, yeah. What was it like for the first couple of years when you you arrived in Glasgow? I mean, going to school, you know, new surroundings. What what was it like for you? Yeah, it was all right. Obviously, we didn't have much friends here, as you know. You know, I mean, I had my big brother and uh, my wee brother. You know, I mean, so we never had much friends here. Obviously, as time went on, we made friends. You know, I mean, and I'm still friends with the to this day with the boys that I grew up with. Well, I've been friends with family school and in high school as well. You know, I mean, and uh, it was good. You know, I mean, I would say it was a no, it was a normal. You know, I mean, it was a normal upbringing. You know, I mean, of course, we had that parts. You know, I mean, we had racial problems. You know, I mean, that where we grew up. But you know, it's, it's only a minority of them people. You know, but 
Glasgow's been great for us. That's all I can say. And the people are really, really good. You know, many of Yeah, no. Look, I faced a bit of it as well growing up in Glasgow. But like you say, it was always, it's always a small bunch of people. It's never yeah, been exactly. a... Never been a lot. I've never been. I've never felt it in, in a large amount of people. Most people are friendly, loving, and they treat. I mean, we very much about. Very much feel like as a, as a nation um, that we are. We, you know, we, we feel like we're, in, we're at home in Glasgow. So I think we're very, we're very lucky. But look, I think the world and everything. If you look around right now, cash racism exists everywhere. It doesn't yeah, matter where true, you go. Man. You're always, gonna, you're always going to get a bit. Yeah, it's true. I know. So you. You, early days. What did you want to be? What did you want to do with yourself when you were like starting at school? Did you? Did you? Were you just a kid that was? What were you into in your early days? You know, in primary school. You know, in primary school, it was obviously there was a lot of Asian kids. Uh, where uh, in primary school, there was a few Asian kids. You know, and uh, you know, believe it or not, we used to play cricket. I was a big, I was right. like a big cricket fan. Primary, I think it was primary five and six. I was a big cricket fan. I was in, always into sports and. You know, we played cricket and that, but, you know, as I go even older, I fell away from it. I played football, as always says, you know, in Glasgow, everybody plays football. And yeah. I would have, you know, I never, I would have loved to make a career in football, but that was never going to happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, I played football a few years, and then obviously, when I, mean, I was about 14, 15, boxing ended up coming into my life. You know, and as you know, that's how well, I do it. Tell me, how did that, how did that, how did that happen? How did Because you didn't sound like you were into it. You know, how did it come, how no, did it come? You know, boxing was the last thing I wanted to do, to be honest, you know I mean? It was the last thing I would have ever thought I would, would have maybe even made it because, uh, you know, none of my friends have ever done it. None of my family members have done it, you know, and uh, boxing is not a thing we would think you'd have to make a career of. Even, even I know we see football and cricket, we will make careers of, but we, my family don't think you make a career of even football, cricket or football. So my, my friend, one of my friends has come to the gym one time in, um, when I was about 14, 15. And I went down one night, I punched the bag a few times and, you know, and done a few things, kept a wee bit by a circuit, you know, and he's there, my trainer, the trainer came up, and the old man, there was an old man, then his name was uh, uh, Robert McDermott, you know, always, they, they called him Sherbo at that time, and uh, he's like, I'll bring your gums next next time you're down, and, uh, you know, I mean, he told me that, I was really happy, I was excited, I was like, ah, he must be seeing something to me, and I brought my neck, and the next time my gums down the next night, and uh, that was it, you know what I mean, that was, the uh, rest of his history. So you know, what what was it that what did they see? What, what was what what did they see in you early doors? Now obviously, I, I'm I'm going to get into your your fights. I've seen you properly fight once, and um, with the fight that we'll talk about, at the, you know, near the end of this. But I mean, you're obviously a very very skillful, you know, nimble, fast hands, good footwork. I I, I thought you're the best thing I love about you is your head movement. But where did yeah. the, did you have did you have this stuff um, from from early from early days? Yeah, I had it. You know, I mean, but as you know. Is experience and as you get older, you get better and better. You pick up experience, you know what I mean? You know, and you start putting into play and you start working more harder. You get older, you get wiser, and that's what I started to do, you know what I mean? And um, always, my trainers used to teach me that. And I went to my other trainer that now I'm working with, he's always developed me more and more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I've always, I've always uh, thrown my mind, I don't want to take punches, you know what I mean? Because it hurts. You do take punch, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's like, ah, you want to have a, you want to have a long life or even a clean box. You need, you can't take punches. So you need to move your head. You want to do that. So he's like, you need, you need to. And I'm quite small the weight, as you could probably know. So I'm not too. Yeah, tall. yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not too. I'm not too tall, but as a person, I'm only about five foot five. So you know, and uh, I was always told to. I was always find bigger guys. So I had to move my head, getting close, and hitting the body, and hitting the head. And I did. I've always boxed like that in my career. You know what I mean. 
Yeah. So who were the kind of early inspirations? Once you took up boxing, did you start watching a bit more boxing? Obviously, did, did you take an interest in a certain Floyd Mayweather or anybody, these kind of fighters? You know, as always, as you know, you know, I mean, anybody can tell you, as when you start boxing, there's always two people you always end up looking at. It's always Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson. It's always there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. They're proper figures, but you know what? They're big guys. You know, I mean, I can, I can never end up. I can, I can't even watch them because they're two, the two big people. You know, I mean, the heavyweight. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a small guy. I'm a bantamweight. You know, I mean, I'm 53 and they're over 100 or kilos. You know, I mean, so. Yeah. The trainer I trained, he was quite short and. Uh, and you know he was my first guy I looked at. He inspired me to be a fighter, and I want just wanted to be like him. You know what I mean? And uh, he used to tell me how he went to America. He, you know, this person out. He went to Finland. He went here. I mean, he went to Ireland. He went to all these cities in Europe. And uh, and I just and I was like, I, I want to do that. You know what I mean? I want to travel the world. And I did eventually as an amateur. So, you know. So where have you been? Where can what kind of places as an amateur boxer have you been? I know I had a big. Amateur career, you know, I mean, I only had about 49 amateur fights and uh, I had about 10 uh, turning uh, Scotland caps. Well, I wore Scotland West 10 times and I went to Hank Island, I boxed in Wales, I went to Holland, I went to Bosnia, Serbia, Croatia, Russia and uh, Hank, and, uh, I think that's all the countries I've been to. But it's, it's only a few countries, but if, you, if I hung on as amateur longer, you could have went to more countries, I mean, because Scotland is well funded in uh, boxing than the way it's gone. Mm-hmm. So, what, what what made you, your pro debut, Cash, you made your pro debut 25th of October 2015, but just before yeah. I get into the start going into your pro fights, why did you have such a short amateur career? Is it because you started late? Is it because you were a bit, or, you, or was it, was it, did it make sense to make that move? Your trainer thought it was the best thing to do? You know what, both my trainers passed away and within the space of, uh, I think, four months or five months, I don't know. My first trainer, Bobby, no, my old trainer that I was, I was with, right? He passed away with a, a hernia on his back. I think he was leaking or something. Okay, and I see him on Monday morning. I see him on Monday morning. And uh, I came, I got a phone call. On, I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday night or something. I think Wednesday morning. You see a trainer passed away. So I was really devastated. And, and uh, after that, my other trainer passed away a few months later. Oof. You know, and uh, he, I was really close to him. You know what I mean? And I was really, I'm talking about really close. You know, he was like, you know, my family was really close to him. And he ended up passing away. So... You know, and after that, you know, I mean, I was quite. I just want. I wasn't. Into, I was. And I wasn't loving boxing anymore. I just wanted to do. I just wanted to do, see. I wanted to turn professional. I just wanted to give a shot on professional, and uh, that was it. See, my first three fights, I wasn't. A, I wasn't training properly, eating properly, or doing anything right. You know, and uh, but that was it. You know, I mean, I, I, I was. I wanted to just give a professional shot, and it was a fourth. It was my fourth fight that really my career took off. The fourth fight. My, yeah, bro, I mean, the, the 25th of October, you fought um, a points decision win against Craig Derbyshire, Radisson Blue Hotel. So that was your first one under your belt. But yeah. you're very honest in saying there that you, you weren't really at your best. You were, you were just doing it at that point. You, you kind of had fallen out in love with it a little bit. You've yeah. been through tough times, losing some really close people to you. So who yeah. who took you on at that point? Who was your, who did you who did you make the move to, to, to work with? I, I, signed, I signed my professional contract. So I signed my professional contract with Sarandos Sporting Club. You know, I mean, they've been around for four years, and my manager was Ian Wilson at that, at that time, and he took me on, and uh, I went and teamed up with a fire, a fire for, um, well, he was a fire himself, Craig Dixon, and mm-hmm. uh, he took me on, and obviously, I've been with him since, you know what I mean, and uh, he's took me, he took me from, you know what I mean, as a kid to a man, you know what I mean, so, you know, he's developed. So you got, so you, so you got luck, so you got, you know, you're, thankfully, you were able to go in, into safe hands, 
because you lost yeah, two trusted. You know, you know, I'm a big believer. God thinks, uh, God does, uh, in uh, things in serious ways. You know, I mean, if you have a good heart, you know, I mean, do good things in good ways. Inshallah, Allah, Allah will what He call them. Uh, say you, say you in the right way. You know, I mean, and uh, so that, that's uh, yeah, me end up because I, I don't know whether these guys were gonna help me or not. You know, I mean, I was just playing the thing, and if I didn't know if that was it, you know, I, mean, I wasn't gonna. I didn't end up really getting to be on the spot. They end up trying to be good people. They looked right after me, and uh, you know, and that was it. To be honest, and it took me, took me to the next level of my career. That's brilliant, brilliant. So your first, um, your first seven fights or so, you know, you yeah. you won pretty. Let's just say you you you, you won fairly comfortably. I don't think you yeah. you had too many too many difficulties. Um, yeah. Twenty twenty third of September, two thousand and seventeen. Um, you challenged a, a lad called Scott Allen for the British yeah. Scottish area bantamweight title. Yeah. You knocked him out in the technical knockout in the eighth round. Was that yeah. kind of your first? Was that kind of a big? Was that kind of a? Was that kind of a, a moment in your career where you made quite a big statement? Yeah, that that was a that was a that was a big step in my career. You know, I mean, when I remember when I I stopped him, I was a British eliminator as well at that time. I beat I beat him before a few, uh, I think I beat uh, a couple of months before that. I beat him eight months before that, and uh, that fight was just a rematch to prove who's, it was no fluke. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. He thought, he thought it was a fluke, so we end up beating him again. And uh, after that, I was meant to box a British trial four or five months later, but the boy ended up injuring himself, so I ended up fighting for a vacant title with a fellow sportsman, David Wilson. Not for not and, for very not for very long. Not for very long. Yeah, not for I uh, wasn't there, you know. What I mean, and uh, it was it was only lasted a minute. No, no, man. I mean, 70, 73, 73, just 73 seconds. Yeah, KO yeah, to beat, uh, Jamie Wilson, which got you the vacant yeah. British bantamweight title, which is the first time a Scotsman done that in 21 yeah. years. So, proud moment. Yeah, it was. No, I mean, but for me, it was all about just winning. I don't care how I won. I want to just win. As long as my hand gets raised. That was my aim, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, when I knocked him, I was just a bonus. No, the, like, listen, you've got to take um, any knockout. In the yeah. pro ranks, has got you got to take confidence from it. It's not for anybody yeah. that for anybody watching the couch, the couch people. You know, it's easy to say, "Oh, that guy was tough, or that guy was this." But if you get in the ring with a pro boxer, I've had the pleasure of getting in and sparring with some guys in some gyms just for like, messing about. Yeah. And I'm, even the movement when they come up close to you, man, with a pro in the ring, it's a different, it's a different kettle of fish. Yeah, so when people are watching, they sometimes think, "Ah, that's easy," you know. But knocking out a pro is, is no easy feat. You know, you went on. You, you you had your you had your first twelve round fight. Um, you had a decision win over a lad called Ian Butcher at the Emirates Arena in Glasgow. Yeah. What was that like, Cash? You know, twelve rounds professional fight. It's not a it's not a small deal, that. No, it's not. You know, I mean, if you can, I trained really hard for that fight. That was my first. Uh, that was my first fight in a big arena. And uh, this boy, he's boxed up British, I think three times or twice or whatever before me. And I was I was quite the underdog, and people people didn't know who I was. Yeah, you know. And then after, I ended, I ended up being quite comfortably, to be honest. I mean, I never lost a round. And um, and that was it. You know, what I mean, and, uh, after that, I just I kept. My aim was when my aim was when you won the British title, win that belt, all right. You okay. See that belt, the belt I've got, I've got in the stone in the house to this day. You have to win it and defend it three times. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that, yeah. that's only way, that's only way you get to keep the belt. See me. Even though you win it first time, you don't get to keep the belt. You need to give that back. So yeah, okay. I, won that, I won that belt all right. And I've got in my house to the day. You know what I mean? Only a handful of boxes have done that. You know? 
No, that's a, that's a, that's an amazing feat. Yeah. So once you yeah. won it in a, once you won it in the seventy-three second knock TKO, you went on to defend yeah. it three times, which meant yes, you kept the belt. So you proudly got yeah. that hanging in the house now. Yeah, I've never always been my bed. I've not not bothered putting up yet. You know what I mean? But once obviously once uh once inshallah gave us this hotel, get it up. You know what I mean? Put it up somewhere nice. You know what I mean? That's my point. Well, absolutely. You need you need to now yeah. cash. The one, I, the one I'm, I'm really wanting to pick your brains about is because I'll be honest with you. Prior yeah. to, prior to this next fight, I had not, I hadn't heard of you yet, as, as yet. Yeah. You know, I follow boxing, but in Scotland, yeah. I think you don't, unless you've got a big promoter behind you, you sometimes don't know what's going on in the, going on in the kind yeah. of grass, in the you know, the, behind the scenes. Um, yeah. Obviously, I know Ricky Barnes. You know the big, you know the big names that are coming through and have been yeah. coming through. But I didn't, I didn't know. But I just got start, I started hearing grumbles. I know a lot of boxing fans, and I heard there's a guy called Cash Baruch tonight. He's fighting against a lad called Lee, you know, Lee McGregor from yeah. Edinburgh. This is a, this is a big fight, and I'm thinking, I've never, I've not really heard too much about these guys. But I mean, that, you know, uh, like, I definitely need to check it out. Yeah. Bloody hell, man! Like, what a, what a spectacle for Scottish, Scottish boxing to bring. You know, Glasgow, and I remember seeing you, you're right, when you said about your size. I remember when you did the face-off, and he, yeah. McGregor's like here, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> you're like here, and I'm thinking, I'm worried about my, obviously being from an Asian background, I'm not going to deny it, I was going to, I was backing my fellow Glaswegian, fellow Asian, yourself, <laughs> um, right. I, I was worried, I was worried, I was thinking there's a big size difference here, you know, how's he, I, I didn't know what you're, but everybody was saying, cash for it, cash for it, cash for it, you know, He's the uh, man. He's the man. He's the man to watch here. So, uh, tell me about going into that fight. How you were feeling? That is obviously for the Commonwealth title. You know, it's a big, 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 big belt. You know, going into that fight, obviously, it was a big, it was a big, big fight. You know, in the Amherst, it was in the Amherst Arena. You know, I must have sold over three hundred or three hundred or tickets, over three hundred tickets. And you know, and he done over, he done about five six hundred tickets apparently. So. You know, and uh, it was a big fight. It was the biggest one in the last 10, 11 years. And, uh, you know, it was my British, British title on the line. It was his Commonwealth title on the line. So, you know, even though he was bigger enough, and that's just normal to me. I'm just, I've always boxed bigger guys. You know, and uh, anybody, you see anybody, you, you see me for now in boxing, bigger than me. It's just normal. That's just normal for you. So you're, uh, like the Mike, you're like the Mike Tyson. You're like the Mike Tyson of the Bantamweight division. Tyson was always smaller than everybody thought. You know, and uh, don't get me wrong, I know how, I know how to maneuver. People might think, oh, the big guy might not get him to a bigger guy, but oh, I've been doing this all my, I've been doing this all my life. You know, I mean, boxing, I mean, well, most of my life anyway, how to box big guys. I mean, torture, you know, and uh, how to get in close between these guys. So, you know, and uh, going, going into that fight, you know, I, mean, I was really, really confident. It was been, it's been quite, it was building up the last uh, year and a half. And, uh, you know, going to that fight, I was confident as anything, you know what I mean? And it was this was going about, you know, McGregor's this, McGregor's that, you know what I mean? They're gonna he's gonna end up what do you call them? He's a popular figure, this and that, you know, but I'll go into the fight, I was very, very confident, you know, and uh, you know, I was like I wasn't I wasn't really worried to be honest. You know, okay. I had, I had you know, I had the um, Glasgow's back Glasgow back in me, even Glasgow back in me, you know what I mean? And uh, going to fight but the result didn't go my way, but to be honest it didn't matter, I ended up getting the contract where he hunt. You know, so yeah, look, I mean, just, 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 on, just on the fight. I remember even on the build-up, it was a bit weird. That, that legend Alex Arthur, um, he was from he's up, he's from Edinburgh, obviously, 
yeah. and you think he would be he would be backing his guy from Edinburgh, but he was like before the fight, he was like Cash Baruch, this kid is you know this kid's got serious talent, he's going to go far. And then after yeah. the fight, he called it he called it the way I certainly seen the fight. I mean, if I if I, to go from my point of view watching the fight, first six seven rounds was just a complete shutout from from my point yeah. of view. You were yeah. you were in like. You were just in poetry motion, man. You know, one of the best young boxers I've watched. And I watch a lot of boxing. But just, I was fascinated with, fascinated with your movement. In particular, yeah. your head movement. Who's been the kind of instrument? Who's been the instrument? Obviously, your coaches realized, like you said, you were small. Is that just, that's something you had to give a lot of attention to. But it seems very natural for your cash. Your head moves so natural. You know, I work really hard when I'm in gym. You know I mean? I'm... I'm uh... I do really work hard when I'm practicing my head movement. I'm doing, I'm practicing, working. You know, I went, I see before this whole pandemic happened, obviously this this thing, this um, lockdown and that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm always in the gym after my fight. I'm always back in the gym after my guy. You know, I had a cut, I everything. But I'm always training and working hard, moving my head. And, you know, and uh, I'm, you know, I want to sacrifice at least, maybe I want to, maybe I don't know how long I've gone my boxing career. But I want to sacrifice as much as I can, work hard and keep making getting better and better and improving. I mean, these, see, people might see my head movement as a thing of, what do you call that? It might come naturally, but, you know, I'm in the gym alone, working really hard, working, moving my head. Like, you know, some, of, some days I get sick of doing these type of things, but, you know, you need to, you need to, in order to get better, you need to work hard and hard, hard every day. No, absolutely. absolutely. That's awesome. Brilliant, brilliant to hear. Obviously, it's not just your head that's good. Cash, I mean, that's something, you know, a lot of boxers struggle with. They, they take a lot of punishment. That's a dangerous dangerous route to go down in the pro ranks. But you've, yeah. got, you're, you're hand, you've got hand speed. You've got good foot movement. I mean, you really yeah. were, and in my opinion, schooling McGregor. At least for the first six, seven, eight rounds, you were schooling him. Don't get me wrong, yeah. man. The lad is, a, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to disrespect him. He's a, he's a top fighter. He's yeah. a, he, he, showed, he showed some heart in that ring that night. Both of you put on a, a great fight. I think... I think you know you were you tipped the fight quite. I would have thought at least eight rounds, eight rounds, nine rounds. That I thought that you that you won took took in the fight. Yeah. But in the in the no. in the last two three rounds, do you think if you if you now you know I hope Eddie Hearn's going to be pushing for the rematch, but are you do you think you would do anything slightly different? Gosh, you still there? So, uh, sorry, we're back, folks. Cash is trying to give me a give me a bit of a heart attack there in the middle of the recording. <laughs> his, uh, his, his, his phone took a wee pause there, so I think I managed to pause it. Uh, I'm getting good with this technology, and we're back on. Yeah. Um, so, just just talking there, I'm just saying, last three or four rounds, if you were to do, you are to get this rematch, is there anything that you would do differently to make sure that there's just, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm, I, in my opinion, and I think most people, you won the fight, Comfortably, yeah. But is there anything you will learn from it, and that you think move if the rematch? You know, I'd like to think Eddie Hearn, biggest promoter in boxing, he's going to get you that rematch. What would you do differently, if anything? You know, I, I can't, I can't see, I can't say that now. To be honest, what I'm going to do different. To be honest. Yeah, no, no, no I understand. Gonna, you know, I'm only, I can only tell you one, one time the ring, what I'm going to change and do, depending on what he's going to do. That's all I can say. You know what I mean? If he tries to fight me, then I'll come up with something. I'll adapt. If he tries to box you, I'll come and adapt. So 
I would like to give you an answer, but to be honest, I'll be lying. You know what I mean? Because uh, it might not, it might not be the, it might, it might not be what's gonna turn out to be. So, but what would the, what, what would he's gonna do on the night? You know what I mean? I'll, I'll always, I'll work hard and, and I'll adapt to it. You know what I mean? How that's, did you feel? How did you feel, Cash? Because you know that's a big, that's a big one, big pills of the fact that you, you know, I was remember looking at your face in the ring that night. You looked shocked. Your trainers looked shocked. There was a, there was yeah. a sad, and I'll be watching on as a. You know, who have become a fan on those twelve rounds, massive fan. I, I felt yeah. really sorry for you. But how did you? How did you feel when you went back to the changing room? How was your people, your team around you and stuff? You know, I was disappointed. You know, I mean, it's my first loss in the professional. I was uh, heartbroken. You know, and uh, I was like, where am I gonna go for now? Because I, where am I gonna? Where's my career gonna go for now? Where's gonna go now? You know, what I mean, because I don't have a big time for more. Well, my manager's like, I promise you, I'll give you something big, and you know. I think uh, a few, a few, a few weeks there, Eddie wanted to get contact with my manager, and he said he wanted to resign me. And you know what? You know what? I was really happy, and you know, I was a, uh, was a uh, path I can follow, and I can go. You know, I mean, I can work hard towards. You know, and uh, you know, it can set me up in life as well after boxing. I mean, these can't Eddie earn. You know, I mean, because he's got that type of source of income he'll get. You know, I mean, so you know, I was, I was really, really happy. Once that happened. Listen, you know you're 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 with the you're with the main man. I mean, we all we all like to boot for some reason. I've never really got it. Everyone likes to give Eddie Hearn booze when because he's a because he's a promoter. But the guy sells out stadiums. He's changed boxing in the UK. He's yeah. got the design. He's got the zone involved now. He's got the US market coming into play. He obviously got very excited. I remember the announcement when he signed you. Um, what's yeah. he, what, I mean, I mean, I seen you were on a, a, a podcast, a Zoom call with him a week or so back. Um, what, yeah. How much, how much uh, contact's been, and, and is the plan very much to get the McGregor fight, or are you going to look to have a fight back to get the to get yourself going again and lead into that, lead into the rematch? You know, I was meant to schedule. I was meant to box in fourth of uh, April in uh, Newcastle before okay. this uh, lock, before this lockdown happened. You know, we're mm -hmm. only two weeks away from it. You know, I was I was trained really, really hard, trained through Christmas, through my birthday, through New Year's, you know, and, uh, and you know, we're only a few weeks away from it. Even that, when that, when the final cast, I was really disappointed. But I thought, I thought this lockdown was gonna maybe end, maybe end of, uh, end end of maybe April. Mm -hmm. But I end, I end up going, end up going longer than I thought. You know what I mean? You know, and uh, now I don't know. Now they're looking at maybe. Maybe no end of the year, but maybe October time. Maybe they're looking at to get me out. Maybe so I just need to keep training hard and see what I can keep doing. I mean, because we all have no, I know I've not had no access to the gym. I've just been running, doing a bit uh -huh. of work, just a bit, a bit of the park. You know what I mean? And, you know, so it's been a bit, it's been a bit annoying. You know what I mean? Have you got like, the, do your brothers take interest in your boxing? Can they do some part? Do they hold some parts yeah, for you? Brother, he's, he's always in the, he's always in the gym with me. He comes does he does my running with me so. So when I'm, oh, I'm in the truck, he does my work. So when we get up in the morning and go together. He doesn't run, but I do. You know, I mean, he just times me. So that was good. Still very good. To, very I good still good. You know, I mean, and uh, yeah. he knows. He knows. He knows what the hard work's about. You know, he know. He knows it's not a joke. You know, I mean, and uh, so he gets up whenever time I get up. You know, I mean, because even this lockdown happened, I was freaking out. Cause I'm already. Cause you couldn't after that. You couldn't do anything. I'm usually up Mondays. Like cause I usually wake up at seven o'clock, six days a week when I'm training. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm out the house. Maybe I'm out the house. Maybe I have my breakfast in the morning, wake up, and have my breakfast. I'm out the house maybe half eight. 
depends yeah. on what I'm doing. And uh, I'm maybe trained for two, three times in a day. And my last, my last session in the day is maybe about, maybe about eight o'clock. No, I mean, sorry, about I finish the gym about eight o'clock. I get home, I eat a wee bit, sit on the TV or maybe sit on the laptop or whatever. But then I go bed maybe half ten. Yeah. And that, that's me for the six days a week. I mean, for me, a few, a couple of months. I mean. Mm-hmm. So I do wow. that. So it was quite, it was quite difficult when the lockdown. No, it wasn't difficult, but it was quite. I know when the lockdown happened. I mean, but it's for the best. I mean, the government knows the best. Yeah. No, I mean we have to have to follow the guidelines. I think your yeah. promoter, your promoter is a uh, is, is is not used to being stale like this. He's kept himself no, as busy not. as possible. He he he's been doing podcasts. Him and Tony Bell, you have had a great podcast. I've been following. Um, you know what's he. What's what, what's the, what's he said to you, Cash? What what's his hopes for you? Is, is, is it world? I mean, Eddie Hearn doesn't take on small fish. Is it? Has he got the dreams, aspirations to take you to the world title? Yeah, I think uh, that, that's his dreams. You know, I mean, for me, my job is only to work hard and keep dedicating myself and uh, hope for the best. You know, I mean, not a lot of things you wish were gonna come true, but all you can do is work hard. You know, I mean, and uh, you know, and keep dedicating, and uh, things will maybe come and play. You know, I mean, and. Eddie Hearn's a man because, like you said, he doesn't like to. He doesn't like look at small town British titles. He likes to work his way up. So, yeah, you know, what I mean, obviously, I love to obviously get crack a little title, but for me, I need look at small. I need to take a step at a time and progress. Keep progressing. You know, I mean, you can't just say I've done this. I'm gonna go into a world title. You can't do that. You know, what I mean, you need to work. You need to take step, steps at a time. You know, what I mean, want to get there. So all going well, Cash. October, get back out, get the yeah. ring run. Get the ring rust off. Have a good performance. Look good. Can we? Can yeah. we expect probably 2021, early 2021, by hopefully latest early summer, we would have the McGregor rematch. Yeah, inshallah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. You know, I mean, long as I'm winning, long as he's winning, it'll happen. Because number to build a fight up again, you need to keep winning. You can't have a fight another fight lose, or mm-hmm. me or him. You know, what I mean, you can't as one of us losing. The store, the fight, the store goes down. Yeah. You need to you need to other people like the public. So, I want to do that. We keep both winning. Yeah, no. Look, it's a uh, it's exciting times for Scottish boxing. It's good that Edinburgh have got such a a great fighter in McGregor. Good yeah. that Glasgow have got a superstar in Cash Farouk. And you know, us we we need big fights in Scotland. That I'll certainly be getting in touch with you when the fight gets yeah. announced, and I'm going to be looking Aye. for a ticket, brother. So, Aye, and I'll certainly spread the, I'll, ser- I'll certainly spread the word to get some some more buys for you and get. Get more people behind you. All I'll ask you yeah. is, I'll, I'll look to post this in the in, in next couple of days. If you can retweet it for me, get it out there to the people, and I, I'll certainly try and spread the word. I think you've come across really well. Just before we go, just to yeah. ask you, what would be your advice then for any young kids or young females getting into? Obviously, there's a, there's a, there's a route for female boxers now as well. Yeah. Eddie Hearn, you know, paved the way for that as well. What's, what what would be your advice for a young young boxer, young female boxer, or male boxer? I think uh, you need you need to you need to dedicate yourself. You know you're gonna get a lot of heartbreaks and disappointments in boxing, but you can't chuck it. You know I mean all I can say is forget about the nightlife, drink drugs, nightclubs, and night, even the nightlife in Glasgow. You know it's, it's a people like the nightlife in Glasgow. The yeah, yeah, they do. They do. I mean, people are probably people are probably finding a hard time, but uh, yeah, you need you need you need forget about all them type of stuff, and uh, you need you need work hard and stay in the gym, and. Uh, See how far you can go, you know what I mean? Give it, give it, give it a push. If you don't make it, you know what I mean? You say, I'll give it a go. Yeah, and, yeah. If you, if you, and if you if you do get to the top, you say, I worked my ass off, you know what I mean? And I worked hard and, you know, you can pass your own knowledge on to other, the younger 
when you get older, you can pass to the younger generation. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the thing I can only give you know work hard and dedicate and sacrifice. You need need sacrifice all the things. See what what comes easy. We'll see what comes easy. You don't want it. What comes hard, that's what you want. Because yeah, anybody, true. you know, and uh, that that's the that's the way it should be. You know what I mean? And uh, we we'll see what things come easy. You know what I mean? Uh, you no, know, you don't need to get up in the morning. You don't need to go bed early. These type of things are difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know me and your friends. That you know, it's boxing. You're gonna get that. You need miss house parties. No house parties. Going to go on your friends, maybe trips abroad and that. So if you can do that, then you know what I mean. It's half the battle. Listen, uh, I think you're, you know, you're a, a very humble young man. You know, most uh, most boxers uh, these days, you know, they tend to 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 like. I mean, you mentor the boxer. Some people think you're meant to, you know, blow your own trumpet and be very big headed and be very kind of boastful. Yeah. But you you come across as a very very you know level headed, um, humble yeah. guy. Um, I think you've got the right work dedication. You've got all the talent in the world. I think I think you probably play it down a little bit, Cash. How talented you are! I mean, you can go. I think you can go. I think you can really. After watching you, I think sky's the limit. World titles, you name it. Yeah, you know, it I'll is. certainly follow the journey. But it's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking to you, brother. Inshallah, I can stay in touch with you. Please look okay, out for okay. when I um, I know you're not a big social media user. This is something. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll, I'll, uh, you know what, Custom? I'll do you a favor. I'll get this out for you. You know what I mean? I'll do you a favor for you, and I'll get this out. I'll go. I'll, I really I'll, appreciate I'll get, it, brother. I'll I'll get I'll get uh, over to and and your Instagram. You know, I mean, I'll do your favor for this one. You're, don't you're worry. on camera. You're on camera now, Cash. You can't even. I don't worry. You you, you go you go you go me on camera. Don't worry. I'll I'll get it out for you. That's a promise of me. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. Okay. This is something I want to do with my. This is something that you know what my ticket days are finished. I'm an old man now, so I'm trying to get into media. And come and get and do all this kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe Eddie, you know, maybe maybe Big Eddie will see this, and he might give me a call at the back end. That uh, would be amazing. Know, I, could go and, I could go and do some work. You've done a good job. You know, I, I tell you what, you're a, you are a, uh, keep you kept me you kept me relaxed. You gave me good answers, so you know that's, uh, <laughs> you must be doing well. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. So, I appreciate that. Uh, listen, listen, you take you take you take care of yourself. Keep training you hard, brother. And uh, inshallah, I'll speak to you soon. Okay, Kasim, you take care, bro. You alright? Take care, brother. Good office. Okay, Allah.